Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode three of The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Klassen. In chapter one, we met Panchir, the chariot maker, and Kobe, the musician, both of whom were, were very displeased with the fact that they have been working for many years, but they haven't been able to accumulate wealth. So they decided to go to Arkad, the richest man in Babylon, along with all their peers, to understand from him how he earned all his wealth. In chapter two, we met Arkad, who told the people, which includes Banshir, Kobe, and the rest, how he managed to acquire wealth. The main rule or the main takeaway from that chapter was a part of what you earn is yours to keep. In this chapter, we are introduced to the king as well as Arkad and understand how he takes forward his lessons to the rest of the people. The third chapter is titled Seven Cures for a Lean Purse, and it opens with a conversation between the good King Sargon of Babylon and his royal chancellor. The chancellor tells him that after many years of great prosperity brought to our people because your majesty built the great irrigation canals and the mighty temples, now that these works are completed, the people seem unable to support themselves. The laborers are without employment. The merchants have few customers. The farmers are unable to sell their produce. The king asks him, where has all these improvements gone? I have managed to create wealth for the people by, by these irrigation activities and the building of temples. But why hasn't it accrued to all these people you speak of? The chancellor says it has found its way to a few rich men of our city. The king says, then why should... Why should a few men be able to acquire and hold all the gold? Shouldn't we, as, 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 uh, as, as the king and the chancellor, take the money from the rich and give it to the poor? Isn't that something that we have the power to do? Which is a, a solution that a lot of people are proposing these days. The royal chancellor answers that one may not condemn a man for succeeding because he knows how. Neither may one with justice take away from a man what he has fairly earned to give to men of less ability. The king asks, why? Should not all the people learn how to accumulate gold and therefore become rich themselves? The chancellor replies, quite possibly, but who can teach them? Certainly not the priests because they know not of money making. In this discussion, they come up with the name of Arkad, who was the richest man in Babylon and who had enough wealth as much as the king himself. And say, and, and, and the king says to the chancellor, summon Arkad so that he may help the people of Babylon acquire wealth like he has over these years. When, the when Arkad arrived before the king, he was asked, is it not true that you are the richest man in Babylon? How did you become so rich? He replies, very simply, by taking advantage of opportunities available to all citizens of our good city. The only thing I had that these people don't is a great desire for wealth. Besides this, nothing. The king asked him that our city is in a, in a very unhappy state because a few men know how to generate, acquire, and keep wealth, and therefore they are monopolizing it, while the mass of our citizens lack the knowledge of how to keep any part of the gold they receive. The king says, it's my desire that Babylon be the wealthiest city. Therefore, it must be a city of not just a few, but many wealthy men. 
and he asked Arkad, is there a secret to acquiring wealth? Can it be taught? Arkad replies, it is practical, your majesty, that which one man knows can be taught to others. The king's eyes glow. Arkad, thou speaketh of words I wish to hear. Will thou lend thyself to this great cause? Will thou teach thy knowledge to a school for teachers, each of whom shall teach others until they are enough trained to teach these truths to ever worthy subject in my domain? He says, can you teach these cures that you have learned over these years to the people so that the wealth may accrue not just to a few people like yourself, but to many men and women of, of Babylon so that the entire city can be more can be can can achieve a level of prosperity rather than just a few people. Arkad says, Arkad asks rather the, 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 the king, let the chancellor arrange for me a class of 100 men and I will teach them those seven cures which did fatten my purse, that which they're none leaner in all of Babylon. So a fortnight later, the king's command was accepted and a hundred men gathered in the temple of learning as it was called to understand from Arkad how he built his wealth and how these men can, can do it as well. Arkad opened with the following lines. I stand before you in the king's service because once I was a poor youth who did greatly desire gold. And because I found knowledge and enabled me, that enabled me, he asks, that I impart you that very knowledge. The first thing that you will require, he says to the hundred men who were gathered before him, the first storehouse of my treasure was a well purse, something that that had a source of income, something that was built over maybe a long period of time. It was a purse that had a re refillment potential, so, so to speak. It wasn't fat, it was quite lean, but it was something that was better than nothing. Therefore, he says, I sought every remedy for a lean purse. He says, those of you who are assembled before me, shall I explain the seven cures cures to avoid having a lean purse, but to have a purse in the first place, you need some form of income. He set forth seven days where he would teach seven remedies to rid oneself of lean purses and to acquire a fat purse. He says, I shall teach you in simple ways how to fatten your purses. This is the first step leading to the temple of wealth. And no man may climb who cannot plant his feet firmly, firmly upon the first step. He goes on to start the first cure. In this episode, I'll, I'll detail the first cure. And in the subsequent episodes, the rest of the six cures. The first cure is start thy purse to fattening. He goes on to address each and every man within the temple of learning and ask asks him, what is your profession? He starts with a person who describes himself as a scribe, a profession which Arkad was a few years earlier. He then goes on to a meat butcher, a knight, a swordsman, etc. He asks all of them that each of these, each of you has a way of earning a stream of gold from which the worker both divert by his labors, 
a portion to his own purse. Then he continued, if each of you have the desire to build a wealth or, or, or a fortune for himself, is it not wise to start by utilizing that very source of wealth which you have already established? So he says, whatever skill that you have established to start a source of wealth for yourself, is it not wise to build from that very foundation? This is very similar to a concept called career capital or building career capital, uh, which is detailed by, um, by Cal Newport in a book called So Good They Can't Ignore You, which I will link in, in, in the notes below. But the concept is very, very, very similar to what uh, George S. Clausen is, is detailing in this book, where if you have a career that you've built capital in, it's something that you should further because the foundation is already built and it's easier for you to build atop an existing foundation rather than start with a new foundation. Arkad says, if, if thou select one of thy baskets and put into it each morning 10 eggs and take out from it each evening nine eggs, what will eventually happen? The person who is an egg collector and egg deliverer at the time says, in time, it will start overflowing. And that, he says, is the simplest and the start of the remedy to a clean purse. He says, for every 10 coins thou put within a purse, take out for use but nine. In a few weeks, months, years, your purse will start to fatten and its weight will feel good in your hand and bring satisfaction to your soul. This is similar and or this is exactly the previous um, principle that is exactly the principle that Arkad has detailed in his first uh, meeting with the peers. He says, deride not what I shall say because of its simplicity. Truth is always simple. This is the beginning and this is the way to start curing yourself of a lean purse. And he says that once you start this process, eventually it will compound to a point where because you are simply desiring and saving for gold or gold or cash in the future, more will come to you. He says, surely it is a law of the gods that unto him who keepeth and spendeth not a certain part of all his earnings shall gold come more easily. Likewise, him whose purse is empty does gold avoid. Which should you desire? Should you desire more gold and have the ability and the competence to save for the future? Or should you desire an empty purse? Because if you do, no more gold or no more income will accrue to you. This, my students, he says, was the first cure I did discover for my lean purse, which is detailed in principle for each 10 coins I put in to spend but night. Debate this among yourselves. If man proves this untrue, tell me upon the morrow when we shall meet again. That is it from the third episode of The Richest Man in Babylon. We will detail the next cures, the six out of the seven cures in the subsequent episodes. I, I hope you enjoyed this. And if, again, if there's any way I can improve, please let me know. Thank you and out. Thank you.